What is going on, ball boys and ball girls? Happy to be with you Monday, December 7th. And today starts the winter meetings, virtual winter meetings for the MLB. Uh, on today's show, I'm going to bring you all the latest news going into the winter meetings from the last week. We are going to go over, let's see, we're going to do a couple yearly reviews as well. And yeah, that's pretty much what we got going on on today's show. Um, happy to get into it with you. Uh, so without any further ado, let's jump right in. So let's start with all the league news. As always, there's always a ton from around the league to cover, to talk about. So where do we start? Uh, I guess we'll just update. Start with Randy Rosarena. Uh, he was released from custody on the 26th. Uh, really, I, we're still not sure what's going to happen from the MLB PA. There will be discipline. Of course, there will always be discipline from the MLB PA in terms of um, when it comes to domestic violence. So it's it's kind of a wait and see um, what's going to happen still. So it's a very sensitive situation. It's still developing, and in terms of that at least. But other than that, that's pretty much all I got on that. I mean, he was arrested because he tried to take the daughter. He assaults someone. Um, and yeah. So it's a very hypersensitive situation. They settled him and his... Um, daughter's mother so yeah we'll we will see um if you didn't see it the new york Mets interviewed chris young but then he said he didn't really want to relocate so he withdrew his name and then he was hired by the texas rangers um young's most recent role uh, was as the mlb vp of on-field operations initiatives and strategy that role focused on the application of playing rules and regulations on-field standards and discipline the pace of play and other special projects so super excited for Chris Young. He was a longtime MLB pitcher. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great for Young to be able to stay in Texas, be back in Texas, be back with the Rangers in the front office. I think it's a great hire overall. Uh, Young's a great mind. He's a Harvard. He's not uh, an Ivy League graduate. He's smart. He has experience from being on the field the MLB front office. Like the Rangers kind of stole Young and it, it's great for them. It's great for their franchise. Uh, and then the Blue Jays are pursuing, or could be pursuing a new stadium. Their spokesperson, Andrew Garas, released a statement to the media. Uh, he said, prior to the pandemic, we were exploring options for the stadium, but through this year, our primary focus has been keeping our customers connected and keeping our employees safe. So there's no update on the Rogers Center to share at this time. Uh, the Rogers Center has been the Blue Jays' home since 1989, and it might not be the case for too much longer. The team is talking about knocking down the stadium and putting up a new multi-billion dollar facility in its place. So we'll, we'll kind of wait and see there. Also, the Angels are kind of in the same boat. Their owner, Art Moreno, um, he's a real estate guy. That's where he, he gets his money from. 
He's talking about the reconstruction of Angel Stadium and the development of a ballpark village around it um, and a $320 million deal that's expected to close after technical procedures are fulfilled sometime next year. The $320 million agreement approved in September and October by the Anaheim City Council stipulates that $150 million for the stadium be paid in overtime and cash payments of $5 million, $45, $20, and $80 million. Of that $50 million is already paid. The remaining $170 is earmarked for economic growth in the parking lot around the existing ballpark. $123.7 million will include mixed-use development and $46.2 million for, for a seven-acre park. Uh, the deal calls for construction of the 5,175 apartments, 777 of them affordable at market rate, 2.7 million square feet of office space, 1.75 million square feet for retail, restaurants, and 943 hotel rooms, plus the recreational park. Uh, so you can re read the full report if you go to the news from 1130 um, and go under league news. Uh, like I know said, the winter meetings are coming. They started today, the teleconference, and we're going to see George. Kind of see what happens with George Springer now, Chris Bryant. Uh, you know, both those guys could end up in Boston with the Red Sox. JT Realmuto and Trevor Bauer could be with the Mets. The Angels could go all in on their starting pitching. Theo Epstein could see himself with the Mets and as their man in the front office. Or Theo Epstein could see himself as a commissioner of the MLB. Who knows what's going to happen? The owners all get together. They're going to be together for the next four days, the seven, eighth, ninth, have four days total. Um, and we'll, we will really see what will happen and see what pins start to drop. And then my one of my favorite pieces of news that happened, and I, I've been wanting this for a long time. This is a fan. Is the MLB Draft League. The MLB Draft League is set to open in 2021 with six teams. This is, will be a wood bat league, 68-game season. The MLB Draft League becomes comes because of the MLB reorganization of the minor leagues following the uh, professional baseball agreement expiration earlier in the fall and due to large revenue losses in 2020 as well due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the league is expected to begin in late May and in early August with an all-star break centered around the, um, the draft, which is going to be during all-star week. So it's going to be really interesting, but I, I am thrilled about this. I think it's great. It's going to feature top prospects, college, high school, prep, um, possibly some international, but it's going to be great. It's something that's been much overdue for the MLB needing to get all their prospects into one place. Uh, so that they, every team can kind of see what these guys got. And it's going to be great because of the lost season in 2020. It's going to help build draft value for guys who are underrated and just wanting to build their draft capital and so forth. So I, I'm really excited about this. It's much needed. Um, so there's, there's more detailed to come. Uh, it should come after this week's winter meetings. Uh, once it's all put together, I will make a full post about it um, if you haven't seen yet the on my 11 or my 12 2 news on the blog i did an update on the hall of fame ballot so far the most notable is barry bonds is a leading vote getter after 17 ballots with 11 roger clements as well with 11 scott Rowland with 11 which is 
really surprising. Kurt Schilling only has 10. Omar Vizquel also has 10 votes. Helton has nine. Joe Andrew Jones has eight. Manny Ramirez has eight. Gary Sheffield has six. Billy Wagner has six. Andy Pettit has five. Um, Bobby Abreu, Tori Hunter, Sammy Sosa, Tim Hudson, and Sammy Sosa all have three, which is really surprising that Sammy Sosa only has three. Uh, and then Tim Hudson, Jeff Kent, Aramis Ramirez all have one, with Mark Burley, AJ Burnett, Michael Kadire, Dan Heron, Latroy Hawkins, Nick Swisher, Shane Victorino, and Barry Zito all having zero. Uh, voting ends at the end of December on the 31st, and the final results will be announced on the 26th. Let's see. The Phillies are still hunting for their uh, GM. Um, they're still interviewing. Their their goal is to actually hire a president of baseball operations and then let them hire their own GM, which I think is very interesting, uh, but very smart at the same time to let the president hire his GM. Um, I really like that, that that strategy. And then the, the Minnesota Twins are moving their AAA affiliate about a thousand miles closer to home, to be exact. So a bit closer. Uh, it'll be the uh, it'll be the St. Paul Saints. They remember the Independent American Association since 2005. The Twins have had the last 18 years house their AAA club in Rochester, New York, with the Red Wings. But the Red Wings are now going to partner with the Washington Nationals. So now the club will only be 11 miles away from the MLB club. It will be a great benefit for the AAA players to get closer to the modern MLB facilities, training, a shorter flight, drives. Overall, it's just a really smart move for the Twins. And then if you haven't seen it yet, I did do a full workout on the tender and non-tender deadline. Uh, that was over on the blog. It's like the third or fourth one down. You can read the whole thing there of who got cut, who's staying, who's going. Uh, if you didn't see yet, the New York Yankees and the MLB were sued by the Staten Island Yankees, uh, mostly because they're saying that they thought they would always be an affiliate of the Yankees, and now they're not. They were strained due to the effects of COVID um, and the radical restructuring and... They were under the impression the Yankees wanted them to become an unaffiliated team, and they don't they don't like that because that would make them a wouldn't be a sustainable business entity. Uh, so more to come on that. We'll see what happens. They'll probably settle and be fine. Uh, the Oakland A's named Mark Kotze their third base coach for the 2021 season. Uh, he has been the team's bench coach and most recently their quality control coach. The Phillies are moving to second interviews with Josh Burns, Michael Hill, Thad Levine are the top options. So they're, they're still looking for that role. But those are kind of the names. And then the Indians are considering a name change still. However, they don't expect a specific decision for a name change to come anytime soon. So I would say let's check back come the spring closer to 2021 once the winter chaos is kind of settled and the dust is cleared. And then lastly, there will be Pioneer Team. The Pioneer League will transfer to a new format, and they will be an independent league. And they will have a 92-game regular season beginning in late May, ending in early September. The MLB will fund the Pioneer League's operating expenses 
provide scouting technology to all eight ballparks, and create a player transfer procedure to the MLB organizations. So really cool, especially with the vast restructuring of what's going on with, you know, the minor leagues in general. So it's good to see this happening and the MLB picking up these these former Class A, High A, Double A teams and restructuring them. So that is what we got for league news. Let's jump over into free agent signings and some of the free agent rumors. So into the free agent signings, as always, and rumors, as always, there's plenty. We love free agent news, we love free agent signings, and we love hearing the rumblings. Uh, There have been very few signings so far outside of the tender and non-tenders, but some of those include Blue Jays signing Robbie Ray, Padres signing Mike Clevenger, Braves signing Josh Tomlin, Drew Smiley, and Charlie Morton, Mets signing Sam McWilliams, and Marcus Stroman accepting his qualifying offer from the team. Kevin Gosman accepted his as well from the Giants. The Twins and Derek Law have agreed to a contract. And Law didn't pitch in 2020. Um, however, in 2019 with the Blue Jays, he posted a 4.90 ERA with a 485 fit, um, over 60.2 innings pitched. Uh, let's see, the Royals signed Mike Miner to a two-year $18 million guaranteed deal. Uh, Miner wasn't great in 2020, 5.56 ERA, 4.64 fit. Over his 56.2 inning pitch, uh, Miner's biggest problem was a home run. He gave a career 15.7 home run per nine. His hard hit percentage went up from 30.4% in 2019 to 40.4 in 2020. It is um, worth noting, however, that the, when he played with the Royals in 2017 in a real, relief role, he was excellent. He pitched a 2.55 ERA with a 4.0 K to walk ratio and a 10.2 K per nine and 77.2 inning pitch. That is really impressive. And I really think he's going to assume that role back with the young uh, Royals, but he could, he probably will start as a reliever, struggle or start as a starter and then move back to the bullpen and have success. Uh, But the next two years are, locked in with the Royals for the 32-year-old. The Mets and right-handed pitcher Jacob Barnes agreed to a one-year $750,000 contract with $100,000 available in incentives. This is an MLB deal. In 2020, he pitched with the LA Angels. He had 18 innings pitch with a 5.50 ERA, but a 2.25 FIP and a 1.27 WHIP with 24K. So if you guys don't know what FIP is, I use that stat a lot in my writing and in my podcast. Uh, basically, if you took ERA, you extrapolated it, you did it based on the, you, you made it all the same, made it a level playing field. Different parks give you different variables, but with FIP, it extrapolates all that and makes it so like everything's the same. Uh, and it's a little bit more accurate, kind of what a pitcher truly is. The Mets and Trevor May agreed to a contract. May has been ex- quietly excellent since 2018. He's pitching 113 games for 113 innings pitch, a 3.19 ERA, and a 12.2K per nine. In 2020, specifically, he had 23.1 innings pitch with a 3.86 ERA, 3.62 FIP, 38Ks, and a 14.7K per nine. 
May will be an amazing addition to the Mets bullpen, um, which will have Barnes, uh, who we just talked about, Dallin Batances, um, Brad Bratch, Darius Familia, and Edwin Diaz in back. So awesome, awesome deal all around um, for the Mets. And let's see, uh, Domingo Santana will not be in the MLB in 2020 because he's signing with the Japan, the occult swallows. And so we'll hopefully see him in a couple years. Um, all the best to uh, Domingo Santana in Japan. Let's see, the Rangers agree to an MLB deal with right-handed pitcher Joe Gatto. Gatto has never pitched a double A. Uh, the club also sent Alfred Scott Heineman to an MLB deal as well after he was non-tendered at the deadline. So it's going to be really interesting to see how both these guys fit into the Rangers' plans in 2021. And then, um, not an opposite, an opposite of a free agent signing, the Orioles announced on 12-3 that right-hander Thomas Elshman cleared waivers, rejected an outright assignment if he were a free agency. In 2020, the 26-year-old posted a 0.6 win war with a 3-1 record, 3.89 ERA. However, he, his FIP was 5.76, over 34.2 innings pitch. So a team could look to take a chance on the 26-year-old as a 4-5th starter. Um, into some of the rumors that we had. As always, there's a lot. Free agent Yasiel Puig is hoping to make a free agent comeback. After landing a deal with the Braves in 2020, he failed his COVID test and then went unsigned. Uh, Puig is only 29. He has plenty of good years left to give a team as a corner outfielder, left field, right field. He He's an above-average player. Over his 3,015 at-bats, he holds an 18.9 win-above replacement with 834 hits, 132 home runs, 415 RBIs, and 79 stolen bases with a slash line of a 277 batting average, 348 OBP, and 475 slugging. Um, the most notable team showing interest are, of course, the Astros, who are outfield needy. Really only have Kyle Tucker as a real outfielder. The Baltimore Orioles, of course, and their Boston Red Sox, who also are outfielder needy. Let's see. Catcher Yadier Molina says he has been shown interest by five teams. Those five teams are the Cardinals, of course, Yankees, Mets, Padres, and Angels. I really think he ends up back with the Cardinals. Though he's got to work it out, and he'll be back with the team and retire there. Let's see, the Blue Jays and free agent outfielder George Springer reportedly progressed beyond just talking, so this means there's an offer on the table for Springer. I think Springer is going to sign during the winter meeting period this week, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Let's see, the Giants are hoping to put their mistakes of Johnny Cueto and Jeff Samarja behind them. Um, and they're talking to John Lester, which is very similar to where Cueto and Samarja was. They were coming off a good year and then a down year and then kind of a decent year. So Lester could end his career in with the Giants. Uh, the Dodgers are planning or hoping to sign left-handed pitcher Brad Hand if they cannot re-sign right-handed pitcher Blake Trinan in free agency. Uh, Trinan was really good in his high leverage situation with the Dodgers. However, he had a 3.86 ERA, but that is not telling. 
um, of how great he was in those high leverage situations in 2020. Hand was also great in 2020. Uh, he posted a 2.50 ERA with 29 Ks over 22 innings pitched. Uh, let's see, there's also a ton of um, uh, Korean baseball or KBO and NPO um, people or players being posted. Starting pitcher Tomoyuki Sagano is expected to be posted within the next couple weeks. Uh, let's see, we already know about the KBO's infielder Kim Ha Seong. Talked about him plenty. He is obviously the most desirable. He's 25, and he has already has six years of playing time under his belt, and he's a he's he's really good, and he can play pretty much anywhere around the diamond, second, short, third base. Uh, the Rangers and Blue Jays are showing strong interest in him. Let's see, uh, Bartolo Colon has came out and said he wants to pitch. He's been posting videos of him pitching with Mets gears on. Steve Cohen, give Bartolo Colon, Big Sexy, another shot. Uh, let's see. Some other guys that are trying to come back from uh, the KBO are, are Dan Straley. Uh, the Angels, Giants, and Reds are showing interest in the starter. In 2020, he had 31 starts. He pitched 194 innings pitched with a 2.50 ERA, 2.97 FIP, and a 9.5 K per nine. Um, let's hope that Straley has turned his career around and these numbers will be sustainable coming back to the MLB. Uh, Moises Alou's cousin, Mel Rojas Jr., is also working on coming back to the M MLB. He had an MVP season with the KBO when he slashed a 2, 349, 417, 680, 47 home runs, 135 RBIs, over 628 plate appearances. Um, Rojas Jr. should come back to MLB and find himself being a great fit in the outfield for a team that needs a, um, needs some depth at that position. Let's see, and I think that actually is going to wrap us up with the free agent news and rumors. Uh, so let's get into some trades and what trades are looking like right now, what the trade market looks like. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the trade rumors um, and trades. So we haven't had many trades happen of significance yet. I'm sure this will change. Uh, what we have had is the Reds acquired starting pitcher Jeff Hoffman from the Rockies for exchange for Robert Stevenson. Basically, just a change of scenery for both these both these players um, as the main pieces. Jameson Hanna also went to the Rockies as well. Oh, no, he went to the – let me read the full trade. The Reds have acquired starting pitcher Jeff Hoffman, pitcher Case Williams from the Colorado Rockies in exchange for pitcher Robert Stevenson and center fielder, center fielder Jameson Hanna as well. Uh, basically, just a change of scenery for the main pieces, Hanna and Stevenson, and then Case Williams and James Hanna were just extras to bring in. Um it's going to be really uncommon right now to see minor league trades because there's just not, that's not a lot of data. There's just not a lot to go off of. So we'll, we'll see. Let's see here. And I'm realizing I missed a ton of free agency rumors. 
that I will get to in just a second after I finish up the trades. Um, the Marlins acquired right-handed pitcher Adam Simber from the Indians for cash considerations. And then we saw, let's see, the Angels have acquired Jose Iglesias, shortstop from the Baltimore Orioles, to fill their short void at shortstop. The Dodgers acquired Corey Nebel from the Brewers for a player to be named later of cash. And the Rockies acquired Yohan Ibar from the Red Sox in exchange for infielder Christian Koss. So again, really interesting for that last one to see that there's been minor trades. But anyways, let's talk about some more free agents rumors. Um, outfielder DH Hung Sung Bum Na was posted for teams to bid on. He's basically just another Deho Lee, um, first baseman DH Slugger. Um, he's going to come over. He's going to hit a whole bunch of home runs for a few seasons and then probably return to the KBO. Uh, let's see, Addison Russell and Jake Brigham were released from the KBO Kaboom Heroes as they will not resign either players. Uh, left-handed pitcher Eric Jokish is on some MLB team's rumors. He recently won the uh, ERA title with the KBO. However, the Kaboom Heroes do want to bring him back. He did pitch to a 2.14 ERA over 159.2 innings pitch. The Yamari Giants um, right-handed pitcher Tomoyuki Sagano, which I talked about actually back in the rumors, is being posted. He hasn't been posted yet, but he will be. Um, some other notable um, NB, NPB and KBO right-handed pitcher Koei Arihara should be posted. Uh Ichiro Nishikawa should also be posted. Uh, he's a three-time Gold Glover outfielder. And then, uh, let's see, catcher James McCann has had his phone busy this offseason with the Yankees, the Mets, Cardinals, Angels, Phillies, all talking to him. But the Mets are being reported as showing strong interest in McCann over JT Realmito, which is very interesting. Let's see. Um, let's, like I said, George Springer is getting a lot of attention. The Mets are in play here. Mets are in play with anyone, everyone. The Blue Jays have talked to free agent Colton Wong, showed interest there, as well as DJ LeMahieu. Uh, second baseman, infielder Howie Kendrick intends to play in 2021. Logical that he's going to resign with the Nationals for his last season. He wants to play a full season rather than end his career on what was 2020. Makes sense. Uh, the Red Sox are being linked to Corey Kluber, former Cy Young winner. Uh, Josh Reddick said goodbye to Houston. And I can see him sitting with the Red Sox or going back to Oakland. And then Juan Soto could know something that we don't know right now. Um, his tweet about the Big Four starting rotation, which would be, um, you know, would be Max Scherzer, um, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, and Trevor Bauer as the fourth member. So really interesting here uh, that he posted that. Let's see. Kim Ng said that the bullpen for the Marlins is a top priority this winter. The Yankees have been in talks with free agent outfielder Michael Brantley. The Red Sox are showing interest in Eddie Rosario, which makes sense. And the NPB. 
Ham Fighters have posted center fielder Haruki Nishikawa for MLB teams to bid on. He pretty much slots in as his second best, um, third best center fielder at 28 years old after George Springer and Jackie Bradley Jr. on the market. Um, I, I can see the fit with the Rays, the Mariners, Orioles, Royals, and Pirates um, for the outfielder. And that is officially all of the free agent rumors. Let's talk some trade rumors. Uh, there's As always, there's a ton. The Nationals are keeping their eyes on Chris Bryant as well as DJ LeMahieu going into this week, of course. The Astros could possibly be going into tearing it down. Correa entering the final year of his contract, going to the super class of shortstops in 2021. Astros could look to capitalize on his value now. Um, the Dodgers are happy from what they're seeing coming from Colorado as they've already come out and expressed public interest in um, – Let's see. Nolan Arenado, third baseman. And per their GM, Jeff Bridich, there's nothing to discuss when it comes to Arenado and his communication in recent months. I'm um, sorry. Give me a second. We got to take care of baby. Please hold. All right, I do apologize. I haven't figured out how to edit my audio on Anchor. Uh, so please forgive me. But we're talking about Nolan Arenado and the Dodgers. Uh, per Rockies general manager, Jeff Bridich, there's nothing to discuss when it comes to Arenado and his communication in recent months. What? That's weird. Um, you know, I would say this is stirring the pot, stirring the pot with some very choice words. Um, Arenado's come out and said he wants to play for a competitive team. That's not the Rockies. He has an option to opt out of his mega contract after 2021, depending on where he ends up. That, might not happen, but, I mean, Arenado has won a gold glove every year of his career. He's fantastic with the bat. He's an overall superstar third baseman, and I am not shocked that he wants out. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, let's see here. The Rays have told several teams that they would consider moving Cy Young pitcher Blake Snell Snell won to his age 28 season. He is due $38 million over the next three seasons with the financial burden of 2020 going to linger for several more seasons for several teams. Um, you know, after 24, 2024, he'll be a free agent. He'll be 32. Um, his annual salary grows from 10 to 12 to $16 million over the last, le- next three years. Um, the load budget raise. Or definitely looking to unload the lefty. The Seattle Mariners have been the most likely landing spot. They need an ace after Marco or in front of Marco Gonzalez, high caliber pitcher with the AL West as open as it is, with Astros losing power, the A's possibly looking at a system shift and kind of their philosophy and whatnot. And Blake Snell is from a shoreline in Washington. So he's he's native. It makes a lot of sense. I love the fit as a Mariners fan. I would love to see Blake Snell in with the home, with his hometown Mariners. I would love it. Um, the Cincinnati Reds are kind of in a weird place. They're not really sure what they're doing. They could compete. They made the playoffs, but they lost really right away. Um, so they're kind of gauging 
what they might get in return for all-star pitcher Sonny Gray. Gray is on $10 million in 2021, $10.2 million in 2022, and holds a $12 million club option for Gray's age 33 season in 2023. Um, you know, he's on the tail end of his prime years as a pitcher. Um, we have seen that very Pitchers are still dominating until their late 30s. Thank you, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Uh, but yeah, we could see Sonny Gray on the move as well. Let's see. Um, the Cubs are more than likely going to trade. It's, it's just so likely that the Cubs are going to trade Chris Bryant. They tendered him a contract, but the national. The Nationals want him, but they don't want to give up their top pitching prospects, Jack, Jackson Rutledge or Cade Cavalli. Oh, man, it's going to be tough sledding for the Cubs to move Bryant, you know, with an $18 million deal coming off of his tender. It's it's not looking like the Cubs are going to get a huge return, especially after the down year for Bryant. But Bryant's a former MVP, rookie of the year, superstar third baseman. So he will get a good return. So it might not just might not be everything that the Cubs want in return. Um, the Reds have come out and said they want a starting shortstop. They are pursuing the option via trade, like for Francisco Lindor and Trevor Story being the only two names being floated. And they're also talking with free agents Marcus Semien, Andrelton Simmons, and Didi Gregorius as well. So they're they could be going for it instead of pulling back. Um, which also means they could also be looking to re-sign their Cy Young pitcher. Um, Trevor Bauer, but that's just my speculation. Uh, the Rangers have added Lance Lynn to the block. His contract expires after 2021. He finishes sixth place in Cy Young voting. He's a value at his $8 million contract. Um, and eight, his 84 innings pitch in 2020, he had a 6-3 and three record, 3.32 ERA with 89 Ks. Um, the Rays, not Rays, Rangers are looking to be, not going to be competitive in 2021, and they're looking to rebuild cut payroll. Uh, the trade's obvious. The fit with Lynn is best with the Mets. I love the fit with the Yankees and the Red Sox, but more so with the Yankees because they need starting pitching. And he's the kind of pitcher, veteran, expiring contract, coming off a solid couple of years. Yankees like to go after these kind of guys, and they're able to get them cheap for some decent prospects. I know that's because they've done it to the Mariners several times. Um, the Yankees are also floating, uh, not floating, but listening to offers for right-handed pitcher Adam Ottavino. Um, you know, he's 35. He had an awful 2020, 5.89 ERA, however, a 3.52 FIP over his 18.1 innings pitch, and he posted a 12.27 K per nine. Ottavino doesn't have overwhelming stuff but he can locate, he has command of his pitches, he can throw him anytime he wants, and he's just a really good reliever. Um, Gene Segura's name is also being floated in trade talks um, by the Phillies. The Phillies are, I don't know what to make of the Phillies right now, because they're in a place where they're like, either go for it or cut it back and trade everyone but Bryce Harper. So it's, it's interesting. Um but he would add another name on the market to the second base, shortstop, third base, baseman kind of market, as he can play all three positions well. But they could also be making room for shortstop Didi Gregorius uh, or another big name trade target, free agent. 
Um, Marlins first baseman Jesus Aguilar has been in trade talks as well with the Miami Marlins. Um, he's drawn interest from many clubs. If the DH is part of the NL, which we should know during the winter meetings um, this week, it makes Aguilar a very appealing um, trade t- candidate. Uh, he posted a 0.4 war with eight home runs, and he slashed 277, 325, and 457, 188 plate appearances in 2020. So it makes him a very likely trade candidate uh, if that was to happen. And let's get into some injury news and any prospect buzz that I have uh, to wrap up the podcast today. And let's wrap up this podcast with some injury news and some prospect buzz. So some there hasn't been a ton of injury news um, outside of just just very minimal. Um, if you haven't seen yet, um, Orioles first baseman outfielder Trey Mancini has cleared all medical screenings and is clean and free of cancer. Congrats to Trey Mancini. He had to miss all of 2020 due to it, but he is fully healthy now and expected to be back with the Orioles in the lineup on the field in 2021. So I'm I'm excited for him. Um, Right-handed pitcher Scott Oberg of the Rockies began a throwing program. Um, He underwent a thoracic outlet syndrome surgery in September. the surgery will hopefully solve a blood clotting issue that has held over back in his career. He didn't pitch in 2020, but in 2018 and 19, he posted a three point or 2.35 ERA with a 3.29 K to walk rate and 9.0 K per nine over 114.2 innings pitch. So the reliever could be in line if healthy to dominate in 2021 and forward. Uh, Padres outfielder Tommy Fan. he was tendered a contract and he underwent surgery to repair a triangular febrile cartilage complex in his left wrist during the last couple months. We don't know exactly when the surgery took place because the team never announced it. However, Fan is in the rehab process right now. He is lifting weights, rebuilding strength, but he hasn't gotten into a hitting program yet. So he just most likely hasn't been cleared, but it's looking like he's going to be ready come spring training. Um, Rays right-handed pitcher Nick Bitsko, the 24th overall pick in June's draft, underwent surgery on the 1st of December to repair a torn labrum. It's unclear how long the 18-year-old will miss, but um, in 2021. And then Indians right-handed pitcher Cam Hill was involved in a car crash on Monday, 1130, November 30th. In the collision, he suffered a wrist injury that needed surgery. He suggested via social media that he would return in 2021. He made his MLB debut in 2020, pitching to a 4.91 ERA, 5.43 FIP, over 18.1 innings pitched. So, you know, that's great. Um, But, you know, we just want guys to be healthy and safe. Uh, Let's see some prospect buzz. My favorite prospect buzz that I'm going to talk about first is... Former second-round pick, 2017 pitcher Sam Carlson. Carlson has been through the ringer. Um, three innings into his professional career, Tommy John surgery. Took him 31 months to pitch again. 13 because Tommy John surgery. 
Then he had an impingement on the same elbow he had the surgery on. And then COVID happened. And then he was sent to the Mariners alternate, alternate site, um, which was basically just an invitation from the team to go and work with Miners pitching coach Sean McGrath. Um, he's looked very good in fall ball. I mean, Carlson's going to be a little bit more mature than your normal 21-year-old at this point in his career because of all the adversity. And it's it's great to see he's in high spirits. He said, I've gained a really unique perspective, and it's bled into my daily life, and I feel like it's just made me a better and happier person on a day-to-day basis. I feel like I found the experience and just a confidence in the sense that I feel like I know what I've been through and I know that can't defeat me so it's like what can so really awesome words of encouragement from the prospect for the Mariners uh let's see thought I had something else oh yeah um Eddie Rosario was non-tendered by the twins because in this I mean it's not a hundred percent reason why it's a speculation but it's because of Brent Rocker uh, Rooker. Rooker made his MLB debut in 2020, but then broke his forearm before the injury. He had 19 at-bats, and he was slashing a 316, 381, 579. Granted, really small sample size, but the 26-year-old looked to have the talent, and if he's healthy, that's the whole reason why that the Twins went with him over Eddie Rosario. So yeah, that's about going to wrap up our podcast today. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. Thanks for getting caught up on all the news and notes. We're going to get to plenty of yearly reviews throughout the winter. We have nothing but time on our side. Um, now that we're caught up on the news from the last week, it should be smooth sailing here on out. Um, if you haven't already, you know I would love for you to spend some time on the main page of theballboyblog.com, going through the around the horn, the yearly reviews, ball boy talk, in my opinion, articles, and so much more on there for you guys um, on the website. I have deals. I have links to my podcast, forums, and I would love to interact with you with. Just so much more. Uh, just a quick shout out to all my partners. Uh, Raise Energy by Rep Sports. You can use the code BALLBOY over there on the My Deals page. Click the link. Order yourself some protein powder, some rays, just anything you want, health supplements. Seriously, the product is so good. I just ordered, I don't even know how many cases I ordered, 12 cases? I ordered 12 cases of rays. There's 144 cans. It's going to last me months, but I, I did it because I got 50% off. Uh, stash itself storage, code YOUNG. If you're looking to make some money, you, you stash yourself storage. You have a shed that's empty, rent it out on there, use the code YOUNG. Let them know I sent you. Great North Clothing, one of the largest growing brands in Canada. Uh, Great North, obviously, really they're a partner of the blog, but I'm really happy they are. Um, high quality clothing. You know it's warm because it's Canada. Um, use code BALLBOY. Click the link under my deals page, and you're going to save 30%. Then lastly, newest partner of the podcast, the blog, Dano Seasoning. I... Like they say, you don't know till you Dano. Dano's is incredible. No sugar, no, no GMO, no BS, nothing. Dano's is just natural, high quality ingredients in the seasoning that will change the way you cook and change the way you eat. I promise. I use it. I love it. I put it on way too much. Trust me. Ask my wife. 
And yeah, that's that's gonna conclude our podcast today. Again, head over to theballwayblog.com slash my deals, check out all the great deals I have with you. And if you are someone that wants to partner with the blog, then just send me a message. Send me an email. It's all there on that page. But until next time, guys, I can't wait to be with you again. And enjoy the winter meetings. <laughs>